Children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I am joined by my guy, as always, Goose, aka Bulls Scripted. We are here after a uh, it was a hell of a game, a 116-105 loss to the Indiana Pacers at the United Center tonight. A little bit of house cleaning here. Be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap. Follow my dude Goose at Bulls Scripted. Following me at Buzz on tap, and then following our company at On Tap Sportsnet. Also, if you dig betting on games and stuff like that, check out Thrive Fantasy. It's a cool and tough new DFS app for prop bets. Use the promo code On Tap, and once you deposit your first ten dollars, Thrive will give you an additional ten dollars. So grab a beer and crack them, and enjoy a more convenient way to play DFS. Goose, just just walk through it, man. What the what the fuck was that? Um. I don't. I don't know. Jim actually started Gafford, um, so correct adjustment there. Uh, DG really didn't show up. Played twenty-seven minutes, two points, two rebounds. A whole lot of nada. Yeah, I, it seems like he really struggled against Miles Turner tonight. Um, Which is fair. That's not an easy assignment. No, it's definitely not. Not in his first start in the league. Um, you know, I. It was all just. It was all just bad. You know, the the whole thing was just bad, and it was just it was hard to watch, man. I mean, you know. They just weren't. They just weren't even in it. That's how it. You know, the whole time, even as close as they got, as far as they, you know, it was like it felt like they were the farthest away. Just because every time they would get close, you know, on the back of Zach Levine or Kobe White, uh, it, it just went away that much quicker, you know. Um, I, don't, I guess we'll go over some score, you know, scores of the game or, you know, players scoring here. Um, obviously, we'll just start with Zach. 14 for 23, 8 from 13 from downtown, 7 for 7 with his free throws, 43 points, 1 assist, 6 rebounds, and a steal. And three turnovers in 38 minutes. And from the end of the second half into the start of the third, Zach scored 20. 20. Straight. Yeah, 20 straight points, 14 to start off the fourth quarter. Or the third quarter, I'm sorry. Yeah, that that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Uh, I don't know why he's the only one that looks like he wants it. I mean, Kobe looks like he's out there trying to prove something. Lowry didn't get more than nine shots again. Three of six from three-point land, four of nine overall. And he just looks uninterested. And it's unfortunate because the whole point of having Lowry on the floor is to use him as an offensive weapon. He's not a great defensive player. So if you're not using Lowry on offense, you have stats like tonight where Lowry's a negative 18 because, well, now you're just asking Lowry to be a body on defense and float around the perimeter on offense. It's... I don't, I, I don't really get it with Lowry. Um, you know, it, I'm going to tell you something right now, dude. It, it comes down to a point where a player has to to either be aggressive 
or listen to what the coach is saying. And, and we've seen in countless interviews this year, Lowry Markin and be depressed or, or maybe not depressed isn't the right word, but discouraged of what he's done this season. Right. I think that's a fair statement. And, uh, He's got to force the issue more. There's countless times tonight he drew in mismatches in the paint, whether it was either against Justin Holiday or Aaron Holiday, And he's not calling for the ball. And, and he's just watching the ball rip, whip around. And I blame a lot of that on Jim, too. I don't put all of it on a young player as Lowry Markkinen, but he's going to have to start, you know, having the, them balls drop and start screaming for that fucking ball. He, you know, make, make it known that, listen, I got a mouse in the house. Let me go to work. You know, um... Just, but the Bulls suck at entry passes too. Well, we right. I mean, well, they suck. Thad with, they suck we at had Thad with the holidays in the post too, and nada. Um, yeah, I mean, they suck at everything, dude. I mean, but at the end of the day, when how you pointed out, an offensive guy who's supposed to be an offensive weapon, I, I would just like to see a little bit more out of him, I guess, with his mindset. On the offense? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that too. Again, like I said, I'm not putting all of it on Lowry, but at the same time, Lowry's a grown man. He knows what he's doing. You know, he, he's a professional basketball player. Let, let, let's start getting fucking pissed here. But I agreed with one of your tweets that you laid down saying that this might be the dagger tonight. Um, For me, it is, man. Like, tomorrow, last game. Tomorrow's the dagger. It's Detroit. Well, are, are we still – oh, no, Detroit. We've beat them three times already this year, right? Yeah, I know. And guess what? The final game the of the way, series. The way the, the way, yeah, final game of the series already, which is kind of shocking, isn't it? Um, but I feel like tomorrow is going to be the game. If they fucking bulls blow it tomorrow, something, something crazy is going to happen. Uh, we are, we are now officially five games out of the eighth seed and five games out of the worst record in the NBA. We are smack dab in the fucking middle. Yeah. It's, it's just pretty much pathetic. You know, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I like I said, you know, we we sit here, we laugh, we joke around, and stuff like that. We're gonna, I'm sure, we're gonna laugh during this show too. You know, I mean, but we gotta bring up stuff that happened during the game because we're turning it too podcasty right now. But I, I do want to bring something up tonight too. How about what was it, the second quarter? I want to say 40 seconds into it, Chandler Hutchinson didn't know a offensive scheme, and Jim burned a fucking timeout, <laughs> and just, you know, I. He's screaming, walking on the court, clapping his hands. Buddy, you don't have your team ready. That's what this comes down to. There's a reason why Zach Levine is like the only one that shows out half more than half of the nights that we're playing. It's because he's got probably the most talent on the team. I I don't know I don't know what you thought of that, but I, I, I was blown away by that. Like Hutch didn't know what the fuck was going on. Jim Got pissed, starts clapping his hands like a moron, and here we are again, you know, just struggling. And it doesn't seem anybody, if you're not a volume scorer in Jim Boylan's offense, you're shit out of luck. That's where we're at right now. That's where we're at right now. I don't even know what I'm watching anymore, to be honest with you. Neither do I. But like I said, if you're not a fucking volume scorer, in Jim Boylan's offense, you're a nobody. If you need fucking plays ran for you, okay, like Lowry Markinen does, so I'm told, um, you know, Wendell Carter Jr., like, that's why they're ineffective. 
See, he's talking right now, and I can't hear it because I have it on mute. I'll watch it later. But what? I get back to my point. If you're not a volume scorer, you don't succeed in Jim Boylan's offense. That's why. Well, that's why I don't Boylan's think there is an offense. Mean. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. So how long are we going to continue? You either can going get buckets route? on your own and just say screw it, or uh, oh well. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just it, it's literally, dude. It's 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 unfucking believable, you know. And uh, I, I don't know how much more. Uh, well, I know how much more I'm gonna take. No, uh, not, not 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 that I'm gonna personally take. That we're gonna have to watch this for because obviously David Kaplan's report came out this week that the Bulls are fucking looking at massive changes, meaning Jerry and Michael Reinsdorf are looking at massive changes. That'll probably come in the off season though. I, to be honest with you, if it keeps this way with all the hype around this season, I wouldn't be fucking shocked if it happened by the All-Star break or at, just right after it. I'm not even joking you. This can't keep going on. You're literally, you're, you're killing your young players' fucking morale. I'm, I'm blaming I'm not, you. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against it, but I just... I don't see it happening either. I just do. I think it's a personal or personality. Oh my, little, little, little. I don't know. I'm, I'm t- I've been drinking. I, I do think it's a possibility that something might get shaken up here. I mean, for God's sakes, this, this this defense that's so highly touted, you know, and and skyrocketed to the top of the league, you know, against shitty teams is starting to drop off when Doug McDermott fucking, you know, is a plus 15 against you. You know, uh, oh, my God, dude. I just, I can't even take this. Like, I, I'm looking at this fucking, like, the team, the team stats, man. Okay. They made 11 uh, three-pointers tonight. They were 11 for 30. We made 18. We were 18 for 41. They shot 14 free throws tonight. We shot 16. Uh, They out-rebounded us by fucking 12, 46 to 36. They had 31 assists on 48 made baskets. We had 16 on 37 made baskets. You know, I mean, we were outplayed in every facet of the game, but this one is the most alarming. You ready for this? Points in the paint. They had 70. We had 36. <sighs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not giving you much. I really just. I know you're in shock, dude. I I, I get it. Like, I mean. I just you, don't have much to say tonight. Uh, it was. It's hard to pretend. It was bad. You know. It, it, it was. It was all bad. I. Outside of Zach. I mean. And Kobe. Like, we got to talk about Kobe. Yeah, absolutely. Kobe had a big night, yeah, and did. we've seen these flashes from Kobe. And uh, I've been an advocate for keeping him and Zach separate and keeping Kobe at what he's good at. But now I'm at the point, this, this season's completely over. Like, give him the keys. Start him. He's not going to have the ball that much anyway because he's playing with Zach. But if that's your vision, if your vision is Kobe White and Zach Levine, one, two, Got to give him the keys. Got to let it fly. Got to see, can they make it work? Because now that's what this season's about. Yeah, but At least you, from where I'm sitting. Do you think that, I mean, uh, and again, I, I totally see what you're saying. Because um, the season's lost, who gives a fuck about bench scoring? A- am I right? That's basically where we're going with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, who cares what the score of the game is? Do right. You want to see if Zach and Kobe can be that backcourt duo. And you want that answer before the season's over because now that's one of the few positives you can turn this into. 
Yeah, my fear is is that Kobe or Zach stand in the corner while the other one goes to work. Um, because Jim isn't going to know how to utilize them in heavy minutes together. And, uh, I mean, I, I, just, no, I just don't I, want it I, to become I don't dis- disagree with that either. I don't want it to become discouraging on either one of the players, especially Kobe, you know, because he's a rookie and he's so young. But I'm, I'm kind of with you at this point. Um, the numbers don't really show for Kobe to be ready yet, but at this point, who gives a fuck? Um, throw the kid out there. Just do it. I mean, I mean, no offense to Sadoransky, he could just lead the second unit. You know what I mean? Or I mean, well, fucking, or, or have him go to three. You know, the three, and then just put Dunn back on the bench. I mean, you know, to, to run the second unit. I mean, you can do whatever you want to do in this in this hypothetical situation because the Bulls are, like you said, out of it. So it doesn't really fucking matter anymore. I I start Hutch at the three. Oh really? Okay. Why Why would you do that? Just because the young players see what he's got. Um, because you gotta, if you can decide whether or not Hutch is even a rotational player by the end of the season, the only way you're going to figure that out is if you play him 30 plus minutes against starters in the NBA. See if he can play. So you're basically at the point where we, we, me and you have been together the last two years. It's just fucking tankathon. It's it's tankathon, but it's just as much. What do we have here? What are we going into the off season with? Right. Um. If we make a big trade, who is staying, who is going? Uh, and right now, I know there's a lot of people in my mentions that are calling for Lowry Marketing to be traded. And I am not a fan of that idea. But I'm, not, I'm not there. Well, yet. in this system, I don't I don't know. That's well, but again, at least it, it, goes worth back to, it goes back to your point that you just pointed out, though. What system? <laughs> there is no system. If you're not a volume scorer, you're fucked. So that means it's a bad system. You know, uh, well, no, it's not even volume scoring because Lowry can give you plenty of volume scoring. If you're not an elite ball handler that can create for yourself at all times, right? You that's, know, that's because the way I should have put it, yeah, yeah, because Lowry is a volume scorer, right? Um, you're not allowing him to be a volume scorer, right? So, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not there yet to, um ship away Lowry Markin and I, I I'm just not. I'm not there yet. I I'm surprised. Well, no, and you would, why would you want to do it right now? His value's at the lowest. Like this would be the worst time to make that trade. Well you know how people are, man. They want it they want it done. They want it done right now and then they'll bitch about the trade when it's finished because we didn't get anything back. I mean we know how this goes. So you know, but maybe there are these major changes coming to the front office. I don't really think that there are. Um but the current front office has seen enough of Chris Dunn. They know what they're willing to match in restricted free agency, and depending what they feel that number is going to be from where they're sitting, you got to get something for that kid. He's leading the league in steals, so you you got to find your price on him. Whether that's trade it, keep it, we're going to match it. Uh, Sato, good player, I think for the right price, he's definitely on the table at the deadline. Bad. I think that's kind of a mutual thing. The Bulls kind of understand that, well, he's not getting the opportunity he deserves here. Probably uh, ship him to a contender. Exactly. Um, Valentine, coach isn't playing him. I mean, maybe if you switch towards development, you see if Denzel's worth throwing a contract at in the offseason. But at this point, I don't think Denzel really wants to be here. Like, he's kind of just chilling on the bench, or maybe he's enjoying that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know either, man. I, there's just so many 
different things. I wish this could have been more of a game breakdown. It's just the Bulls got fucked up in the paint, and then once Indiana started getting hot in the second half with their three-pointers, they only had three three-pointers made, I think, going into the fucking um, the second half. I want to say they only had four made going into the fourth quarter. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm actually right on that. And, I mean, it's just... This is what we, this is what it's come down to. This is I mean this is literally what it's come down to. You know, it, it's not great. But I mean, you got anything else to touch on this one, or are you about chalked up with this game? I'm about chalked up with this game. We uh, played another undermanned team, and obviously we're without Otto Porter and Wendell Carter Jr. Wendell four to six weeks with a severe ankle sprain. Otto, Dancing who knows? Clubs. Um, if that was on remember how uh, Popovich used to write old man when he used to sit Tim Duncan like in the injury report be that he write old man there instead of like for DNP (laughs) if I can if I had the fucking clipboard bro I would put DIC yeah dancing in clubs yeah dancing in clubs (laughs) that's what I would put on the fucking injury report man he's not here on the bench tonight why is that DIC man dancing in clubs don't worry about it it's fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll move into this Detroit game. Bulls got Detroit tomorrow, uh, second of a back-to-back in Detroit. Uh, start is at 6 o'clock. Um, you know, Detroit lost Blake Griffin. He's out. Um, so it'll be uh, Drummond and, and D. Rose, you know, uh, are the, the most uh, probably fun people to watch on that team going up against our Bulls. And honestly, man, I'm telling you, I just I got this weird feeling. Something goes down and something goes wrong. Tomorrow night against Detroit, I think that we are going to see some big changes maybe sooner than we thought originally. And the reason, another reason I say that is, you know, I believe in the juju. Uh, I've said that a million times to you. I believe in the juju, man. This shit's real. I'm getting ready to fly to Disney. Don't worry, everybody. I'm bringing my portable mic and my laptop. And thank God I can stream the Bulls games on my phone so I can watch it. We can still do bulls on tap while I'm there. But every time I get ready to go do something important or leave, something huge happens. So I, I just got this feeling, man. It's like it's it's in the stars. So what you're saying is you're predicting we lose the game against Detroit and something big happens? Yeah, I don't know what it's going to be, but I, I, I do feel something big is going to happen. Okay. I don't know if it'll be a trade. I don't know if it'll be a firing. I don't know if it'll be maybe Paxson talking to the press. It's going to be something if, if they lose to Detroit. I understand there's some injuries, but something, I just have a feeling something's going to happen. But, yeah, I mean, that's all I got, man. Tomorrow, you know, hopefully Lowry looks to find his shot a little bit more, and, and uh, hopefully Jim draws up some plays for who many thought had a chance to be an all-star this year along with Zach Levine. <laughs> so that, that's that's all I have, man. I, I've got really nothing else to chalk up for the lovely people that listen to this podcast. No, yeah. Try to hang in there, Bulls fans. Uh, not too much to be happy about right now. Vote Zach Levine. Uh, maybe maybe that's our, our last hope. Get it together. Rally it up. Sneak Zach up there in the votes. Uh, I think the fan vote only counts for 50%. So... Do what we can there. That's really the only positive at this point that I think we could even take out of this season. That's but maybe, maybe we're wrong. That's 100% true, man. I mean, All-Star Weekend, it'd be awesome to have Zach in the All-Star game. I think he's earned it. I think that, uh, you know, I'd love to see him in the dunk contest if he decides to do it. And then, um, you know, we'll probably 
more than likely see Kobe White in the uh, – I know it's not the freshman-sophomore game anymore, but it's the World vs. USA, isn't it now? So uh, Rising Stars? Yeah, the Rising Stars Challenge. It's like the World vs. USA usually now, so I think. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's what we have to look forward to now is All-Star Weekend to see a couple of our bright young players uh, get a little bit of recognition. Um, yeah, so that's all That's all I got, man. So, you know, everybody be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted. Again, myself at Buzz on Tap. And following at on Tap Sportsnet. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night after the Bulls play Detroit. Let's go, Bulls. Chicago, Chicago.